0: Now on PG Podcast Network, it's time for the Year
1: Round Carnival with Vince Accardi and your host, Racetrack Track Ralphie.
0: G'day and thanks for checking out Year Round Carnival podcast. Each and every Monday, we review the best racing wherever it is, primarily Melbourne and Sydney. This week, Adelaide as well, where the South Australian Derby was. And Vince Accardi from Daily Sexials. Morning, mate.
1: Good morning, Ralphie. Well, it's another great day in Australia.
0: That's it. We we'll just <laughs> keep rolling on. <laughs> Now, South Australia. We'll start with the uh, where the uh, South Australian Derby was the Group One racing. Your race speed profiles said you don't want to be hard the fence. That's the inferior ground, and uh, and really the best ground is eight to eleven horses away from the rail. And I'm looking at your uh, at your post race IVR report, and really that's that's that was where you wanted to be. You wanted to be off pace, making full momentum, and uh, and that's, that was going to make you very hard to beat.
1: Yeah, it was going to definitely give you some big advantages. <laughs> needless to say, and if you get a favourable race shape, it's going to be golden.
0: Absolutely. What could we learn from the South Australian Derby? We had Jungle Magnate uh, win the race from Yappet. We gave Yappet a big run, uh, rap on the this podcast last week after its Caulfield run, said it was set to run boldly in the uh, South Australian Derby. I think at the yep. time it was $18. It's ended up running second. But Jungle Magnate, your race speed profiles, you, you gave that a real big rap and it was just delivered with a beautiful uh, ride from Mark Zara.
1: Well, I'd say that's the big starting point, isn't it, Ralphie? The ride was sensational. Firstly, I guess that the challenge was always going to be what sort of speed was there going to be in the race? They're going quick, Vince. Oh, wow. (laughs) 13.4 lengths above IVR benchmark. That's a pretty fast tempo, particularly for the young horses. And what surprised me really was after that, even though the drop-off came, it was pretty much sustained from the 800 to the finish line. So if we look at a horse like Jungle Magnate, pretty solid speed, 4.4 lengths above 5-yard benchmark out the back. Yep. But then when we look at the overall last 800, 2.4 lengths below between the 8 and the 4, and virtually the same over the last 400 metres. And there was just that slowdown between the 4 and the 2. Sorry, between the 6 and the 4. Yeah, Yeah, Ralphie, that was pretty, pretty, uh, I won't say like, absolutely, you can add three lengths, but you would have definitely added one length to the overall score. And if I sit back and say, okay, that's a, probably an overall final figure somewhere around one and a half, pretty good for a three-year-old at this distance range.
0: Just wondering race shape-wise. So I'm watching it. I was barking via it and thinking, well, you're in a complete non-winning non-win, position. But then let, let's try and reverse uh, engineer this a little bit and break it down a bit more. There is a lone leader factor. In this case, there were three lone leaders. I'll put yep. this to you. You can tell me if, if I'm wrong or not. But uh, you got today uh, Moore with the uh, – what was that? The next-gen uh, boys uh, and, and trainer uh, General, uh, Gemma Riley girl um, – we're, that that was the one bowling along in front. But it was, uh, what, uh, 50 to 1. You had the uh, second horse, 11.5 links above um, uh, benchmark, Son of Emperor, 50 to 1. And King of Pharaohs was 50 to 1 as well. So really, the the first three horses weren't really considered a factor, and they completely dropped away. So w- would you take the lead speed, perhaps, from uh, from the fourth horse there, Texas Teeth?
1: Yeah, that's that's where pack. Yeah, that's 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 where that main pack of the rest of the horses took their energy from, Ralphie. So that that allowed them to conserve energy. And really, those horses that went too fast, they were all very bad moves in terms of strategies. Very poor. You wouldn't even consider doing that sort of structure. But that's the way those horses are. Unfortunately, so they probably didn't have too many options, and they just found themselves. In a race that they were going to be the first horse depleted, and, and the wise riders were pretty much from that eight point six above backwards. In other words, like if you look at the winner and even the second horse, yeah, but they were in the in the top spots. He's stalking that, you know, pressure of around four or five lengths off that speed. That that's excellent place to be.
0: So we've got a, a horse-breaking benchmark over this distance at this age is usually a pretty good sign, and you're saying, you know, you could probably break that down and add, add him a length, Jungle Magnate. Really cool cup performers. You want to be starting at plus four, so he's still got a big challenge to get to that next level when he comes back uh,
1: Comes back in next prep. That's true, Ralphie. The only big positive for me is you can see, A, the horse have, has a level of explosion, about it which which is really really good but the bigger thing is that sustained speed was actually visible okay the challenge is in a race like a Caulfield Cup you do get the mid-race pressure as well maybe that can be the undoing of a horse like this but so lightly raced to make this sort of a step up I thought it was ultra impressive yeah, and
0: and so let's pull that apart more. When you say lightly raced, you always make a, a a point of saying most horses don't improve from their first prep, but horses that do can keep can, can keep projecting upwards, and that this this horse's trend line is is very very positive,
1: very very positive, Ralphie. A lot to love about it. Generally speaking, when you get to this distance range with this age group. What you can expect, if you look at things, is historically somewhere around minus three to minus six is more like what you're going to deliver. So this horse has almost come within a length of what it did at Moorfield over two thousand metres, and that's what you know. I thought, wow, that's big. And the
0: other uh, good factor for him that that miss at Caulfield where he's unplaced that's been his only slow tempo race for this prep. So he's, he's he loves pressure, which is a good sign.
1: Yeah, I'd say the Kent team would be pretty happy. Detonated Jack probably
0: too far back, but I mean that was that's his profile. He's doing it all in his in his first prep. Um, but Allegro, just just explain the uh, that slowdown in traffic in the straight because it's it's pretty severe, wasn't
1: it? Too much, Ralphie. That yeah. was probably the downside when you find yourself in that scenario from eight to the six, going one point three below, and then the six to the four, five point three. That's a heavy hit, and if you look at it. That horse wasn't able to move its position from the four and the two either, where the others are accelerating. That's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, only accelerated over the last 200 metres. Unfortunately, it doesn't work for you, that type of setup, but that was what the horse was dealt with, and it had to deal with more aggression through that first half of the race. So I I wouldn't be – well, of course, if you were the owners, you would have – Love to have won, but it's no way was that a disappointing run outside of the winner. That was the next best performance.
0: Well, one of the most exciting horses going in, probably coming out of the race, was uh, going out of the day rather was elation. Also from from uh, Price Kent and uh, Mark Zara riding. You know, obviously, you know, super short wings odds. But uh, what can you tell us about this horse's progression now that you've seen him three times?
1: Well, the big thing is the horse hasn't had a, a scenario yet where it can really allow itself for maximum performance. Have a look at the the run leading into this. 7.7 links below benchmark. No move between the 8 and the 400, still travelling 7 below, and then an explosion over the last 400 metres. So we got to see 400 metres. In this particular race, you have a look at the first section, 1.2 links below benchmark, much faster than what it had done at any of its previous two starts, but then finds itself going six lengths below between the eight and the 400 metres, Ralphie. Massive drop-off, big, strong last 400 metres of 4.8 above. And you look at that and say, well, there's no doubt this horse had cost itself at least two or three lengths in that slow up, slowdown. And realistically, a 0.5 above the way I've pinned it on my charts is my expectation of this horse at the moment's a lot closer to plus three.
0: Well that's a serious horse. Once well, we're in trending in a
1: yeah, beautiful yeah. position for a 3-year-old doing it all in its first campaign. Yeah, if the, the horse doesn't have to do a lot when it turns up next time round to be able to sort of make that open age group class. Well,
0: I racing. think I, I think I read that he's uh, that, that he's going out for a spell, but uh, but that uh, that's a pretty exciting thing to, to work forwards. And he's, old oh, man, so you think he, he went alright at, uh, at improving as he got older? Once they fixed his throat,
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then even even when you look at for some, from a sustain point of view, and this is, adds merit to what happened to the horse between, particularly from the eight to the four overall last twelve hundred meters, fifteenth best. That's very strong, very strong. Fourth best last two hundred. Good, good balance. signs there going forward. Yep.
0: Um, let's have a look at Flemington. And this is pretty much an abbreviated edition because we, we're not going to try and uh, make something out of nothing. But a c- couple of little highlights here. But firstly, the low light is um, Sunday meeting, you haven't got a horse above benchmark, fits. <laughs> oh,
1: this is Ralph crazy, in. yeah. <laughs> and the track was was fine in the end, right? Yeah, so, so we're not going to blame the track, right? This, this, oh, I, I hate to say it, but was really a midweek meeting, wasn't it? Well, it
0: pretty much was. So there's a couple of little highlights uh, that, that I do want to start with. And I'm going to start with the first race of the day. so dual. So, all right, 2.2 legs below benchmark. But you always say, look, if, they're, if it's a hard day to run time and maybe this was a midweek meeting, still two old on debut, fifth best of the day. What can we break down out of this? Not a lot. Not a lot? No,
1: no, unfortunately, no, Ralphie. I mean, the reality is this. They're, they're turning three soon. Yeah. You're not even near benchmark. Uh,
0: yes. No. no.
1: So no, it's I, just... A, i look forward to the future. <laughs> nice.
0: Well, the other race is, of course, Point pointing and uh, no So well below benchmark here. What surprised me when, when the figures have come through was they flew early and legless late. And that's why he was able to keep going because he's kept going very, very slowly and nothing could pick up.
1: Yeah. I I don't know what's happened here, Ralphie, but realistically, off that sort of speed, 2.3 lengths above IVR benchmark first section, that's a a pretty good speed for 2,800 metres. But then all it was, like you said, Ralphie, was just complete deterioration. Okay, there is one positive. From the 600 metre to the finish line, the horse has only lost velocity of around two lengths. But that's probably good, Ralphie. It's been able to maintain speed. But when I look at this and say, okay... Just going on the raw figures, obviously horrible last 200 metres, but last 1,200 wasn't that good either, Ralphie, from a sustained point of view. So this horse has still got a fair way to go to be able to take that next step. But all you can do is win. Unfortunately, you know, even a horse like Luntzies, who's probably would have been super primed in terms of coming to your absolute top, could only deliver a four and a half links below benchmark performance, so a little bit sad.
0: Very plain there. The, the heat of the uh, the winter championships. I thought this was a bit of a pencil movement, and I'll, I'll explain why with the, with uh, the Lindsay Smith uh, Quinella triple missile and Mystery shot. I reckon mystery shot the wetter the better. So it was a sort of you know. I think you. What would you call that track? Five or six, something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around an S5, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I reckon dry the better triple missile, wetter the better mystery shot. And in the end, there wasn't much between them, but 2.7 lengths below benchmark triple missile. Very good ride to get through the field, Uh, Craig knew it, but uh, we know this horse, when he's on a firm deck, can explode past that figure.
1: Yeah, and at least with this race, we've got some substance behind it in terms of, okay, why have we got a soft overall number? The reason for it is you're travelling almost eight lengths below benchmark. You're dealing with some headwind. I get it. that performance over the last 600 metres was really solid. A little bit of a a hold up between the 600 metres to 200 metres. Again, you're dealing with the the wind direction, Ralphie. Positive last 200.5 above. I could see the merit. And then I even, I look back and say, okay, overall last 1,200 metres, even though like when they're 1,400 metres, I like to look like last 1,000. And sometimes I'll consider the last 1,200 metres, but here we are. Last 1,000, third best of the day, and 1,200 best of the day. That That just shows how solid the actual performance was, worthy of getting in the top 10. And, yeah, we can put it down. This meeting was a day where it was hard to run time.
0: Yep. All right. So with that in mind, let me ask you and finish off with this with race five. So he's a shocker one as a as a shocker for those uh, who, uh, who who um, obviously was again were against it the, at the big price there. So first first a uh, quality uh, sorry first winning performance in Australia. We certainly wasn't much quality on the on the data there. But uh, he, his first preppy just didn't really turn up. Uh, ex New Zealand. But tell me about Kips because. The market wanted to come for the first uh, start of hype as far as first Australian start, and it, it dropped right away. But Kips, that's very strong
1: late. Yeah, it was strong late. The big thing is for this particular horse, even though it's a... N- it's a non-winner at its last full campaign, and I'm talking about from sort of June 2020 to October 2020, and on very, very damn tracks. All its distance performances were over long distance and slow pace. So right. it definitely got a race shape that was golden for the horse, and the asset really come to the forefront that you know that off, a, off this type of race shape, and realistically, Ralph, when you take a step back here, this was all about 600 metres of running. Yes. That's it. And we could see a beautiful turn of foot, very solid. I did feel that it would be interesting to see how well this horse could go on the dry ground, and we did get to see something. But what happens with that sort of turn of foot if you're asked to run just 10 lengths faster between the f- – let's say, from the starting gates to the 800-metre mark, than what you ran. That means you're still running well below benchmark. What what will you have? To me right now, it could turn out to be a very one-paced horse unless it gets a dominant race shape like this.
0: Yeah, I'll ask one more of you. I'll ask one more. And that's a, that only because I'm talking through pain. Oh, by the way, course, had no luck in that race too. We, we both found it. But in, in the first leg of the Quaddy, Cardinal Gem. Now, i um, was was it sort of close enough going on the race shape there, given that uh, it just missed late in the race? Oh,
1: well, <laughs> I don't get it. You know what I mean? Here we are. What's the race pace? Ten point six lengths below benchmark first section. Yep. And Cardinal Gems running sixteen point three. Why why couldn't yeah. you've even been a little bit closer in that type of race shape? But then the finish was really sound. I thought there was a lot more merit in that run with the compared to Kipps as an example. Right. So much superior in the mid-race. And yep. when you look at that last 200 minutes, have a look at it, Ralphie. 4.6, only a couple of lengths off, so probably did 10 lengths more work.
0: Well, the grand final is the mile for this type right. of runner. So, okay. uh, yep. I, uh, I'm yeah, i getting memories of Cherry Tortoni after we spoke about Cherry Tony in 1400, and then its grand final was the mile at Bendigo <laughs> and the way it went. So, I think... Uh, <laughs> we we'll try and give our listeners something there. <laughs>
1: well, it's so all going to get back down to weather, Ralph. It could be our turn for
0: rain. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of weather, uh, the Duman uh, 10,000 was run on very wet ground. I know you haven't had a chance to put your clock over it yet, but Mazu continued his winning performance there, and uh, and uh, Dooman 10,000, of course, at Eagle Farm. So hopefully a bit more luck with the weather going forward. All of Vince Accardi's work via daily sectionals, race speed profiles. How many are you doing this week, Vince? Oh. Loading up again?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's crazy. (laughs) What happens is usually I like to do less at this sort of time of the year, and yet everybody asks that, no, no, you should just keep doing it. And I'm going, okay, well, fair enough. But it's usually a time where you should try and recharge, other than the big races, of course. But no, we'll, um, we'll
0: have plenty to do, that's for sure. Well, we'll have plenty to talk about next week. We might even wait until after uh, you've had a chance to clock Queensland as well because we've got the Doombin Cup. Uh, Zaki will be a dominant favourite there. Morpheville, the Goodwood Handicap. And, uh, and we're back to uh, – here's the new thing, in Vince. In, in Sydney, they're bringing back Sydney Racing. Rose Hill, they're going to be in Flemington in Melbourne. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I know yeah. They, they'd like to give these country tracks a run, but goodness me, Ralphie. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe we'll just get all the provincial horses at Rose Hill. Who knows? Exactly.
0: My work is racetrackralphie.com.au. Our members will get sent best of the day from Scone as well as Melbourne. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'll even write up uh, write up that uh, that performance of Jungle Magnate for our members as a bonus there. So we appreciate your support. And uh, we'll be back next week with you around Carnival.